Another episode of the Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast. I'm your host, Camille Smith. And today, folks, for uh, the last week of Financial Literacy Month, I thought I would bring on a friend, an old-time friend from RH King. So this is about to be a reunion and everything. And I just wanted to give him his flowers before, you know, him try to cuss me out and things for not <laughs> not wanting to do this earlier. I'm joking. I'm joking. Everyone, welcome Kenneth, a.k.a. was it Top Dollar Toppin? <laughs> a.k.a. man, Top Dollar Toppin. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> sir. Um, it's been a mm-hmm. long time. And- 100%. <laughs> First, I wanted to give you your flowers because ever so often I do attend your webinars okay. and they're really good. I'm always like, whoa, watch Kenneth and any opportunity that I can like support you. I always try my best to support. And even like in high school, <laughs> when we were going door to door with the paint. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so it's 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 very um inspiring to see you still you know going door to door trying to right. get those sales and everything so i just want to big up yourself and for the folks that don't know you even though they see you on billboards uh bus stops and everything tell them who kenneth is i have no idea man oh I'm my gosh <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It's uh it's been a it's been a crazy journey. I mean, I mean right now I am um really about creating more entrepreneurs through real estate, right? Uh, entrepreneurs through real estate and teaching success strategies in that element. Um I've been doing real estate though for 13 years now. It's been, uh, I know it's been a it's been a journey. It's crazy. It's been <laughs> 13 wow. years doing real estate. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolute journey. I mean, stats wise, like, you know, top 1%, all that good stuff. So it's been a, it's been a great ride to that um, level of business. So I'm super excited about that. I'm also the founder of Harvest, which is a sales performance platform that's just designed to help real estate agents make more money. So that's in the app store as well. Um, I'm doing pretty well there in, uh, there in the app store. So Again, it's really designed about helping agents make more money and succeeding. So I've definitely elevated or moved also into the tech space. Um, and about 90% of my real estate, is 80% is done in the Durham region and 20% on the outside. Okay. So, shit, I didn't even know it was 13 years. It feels like it's like shorter. But obviously, I, I've seen you've been doing it for quite oh, a while. So, wow, 13 years. So, I've licensed in 2010. Okay. And how did you how did you fall into real estate? 
Mm. So I always wanted to, I always wanted to get into real estate in general from a standpoint of of, of like selling houses or even even flipping houses. Yeah. So I always knew that I wanted to get my license, and I realized that even if and I didn't really get it first for it to be my career. Yeah. It was more just to be and making money through real estate. So that's why I originally got it. It was just to do that. Um, and then um, I was in the corporate space, uh, trying to climb the corporate ladder. Um, it just wasn't working too good for me. So I just decided to quit and then jumped into real estate. It was easier at that time as well because I had no responsibilities, no wife, no kids. I lived in my parents' basement. So I realized that if I was going to make the jump, I might as well be now. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. So that was you took basically a leap of faith to 100%. say like, yo, yeah. you know what? Won this corporate world. <laughs> I'm gonna For do sure. this. For sure. And with all the challenges or achievements that you've had, because I think what well, actually big up yourself, because you're what one percent top. GTA real estate. (laughs) And how did that feel? Like, okay, with that progress, how did that, how do you start from the bottom Mm -hmm. (laughs) into being the top number, um, top 1% GTA real estate? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, how did I do it? You mean? Yeah. Like how did, what, 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 did Kenneth do to get, you know, over that hump of learning all the ins and outs of real estate? Oh man, that's a that's a that's a tough question to be honest. I mean, how did I do it? It's more so of um, it's just more of just it's a contact sport, right? So very early on, I realized that you just got to go out there, talk to as much people as you possibly can. So for me, my strategy was door knocking. So mm. I just went around the place. I just kind of started door knock all over the place but one of the unique things that i did is i i just stayed i got i sold one house mm-hmm. and, and um the neighbor was like hey i need to sell two mm-hmm. i'm like all right so then i had two of my first sales signs on the same street that I, then the other neighbor was like oh my goodness you did so well here can you sell mine i'm like wow. sure but then i had three on a street but when you have three on a street mm-hmm. the community will see that They'll, exactly. when they're driving by, they'll be like, whoa, look, who is that guy? So I became a mini celebrity within that little pocket of like 300 houses, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, would walk, then I, and, then, and then I realized when you, when they look at you in a high regard, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what culture they are, whether they're Indian or Chinese or white or black, it doesn't matter. It is mm-hmm. look at you as the guy. Okay. I realized that even though there's a lot of realtors at competition, it didn't matter because they just viewed Kenneth as the guy in that little pocket. I wasn't that area, yeah. in that area. And I and I ran with it. And in that little pocket, I probably sold like 20 houses. Jeez. Right? You just ran out from there, right? So I realized yeah. that what I did not really uniquely, because that strategy of it's called geographical farming, where you Okay. Where you don't go and say, hey, I'm the realtor all across the GTA. Where you don't go and proactively say, hey, I can help anyone. I am Brampton, Vaughn, Toronto, Markham, yeah. 
you know, uh, you pretty much are just like, hey, I if you live in Durham, mm -hmm. say oh, that again. Geographic, geographical farming, it's called geographical, geographical farming. farming. There you go. There's a tip for okay. all the agents. <laughs> you know? There was okay. geographical farm, but no, it's just from a logical standpoint, really, mm -hmm. you don't need to, you don't have to be the expert everywhere. If you're just the expert in a small pocket where everyone just thinks you're the uh, the greatest, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. uh, I really leveraged that tool. And what I realized is uh, going on stages and talking to probably over a thousand realtors yeah. um, over the past year, I realized that only about 13% Mm -hmm. of active agents proactively say that I use geographical farming as a strategy. So it's not heavily used, mm -hmm. but for me, I was it was a no-brainer because um, making people, nothing beats being able to go to a presentation to compete against other agents Yeah when you have sold so many homes in front of the faces of the people in the community so they couldn't compete with me they were all like yeah i'm going with ken why just <laughs> <laughs> I, I there's a it's a trust thing no if you're if you're eating breakfast you know in the morning with your husband or wife look, look across the street oh yeah. ken just sold that home is it talking, mm. talking about oh let's hit the market next two days oh it's sold over asking 100 grand wow ken's okay then next month oh the next one that ken has oh that's over the week 100 over asking oh he did it again that guy's on fire <laughs> third time that's that's one year and the mm -hmm. next year, they're not selling yet but they see you did it the year after and the year so after it's register they're just like okay well when it's time to sell i'm going with ken why well, just i've seen him do it so now when when you said realtor comes around, hey, can I get your business? They're like, uh, sure, you can come in for the presentation. We'll see what you do. I'll walk in and they'll be like, yeah, I can. We're going with you. I know you are. So, <laughs> no, really, right? And then when you take that methodology yeah, and you start to expand your territory mm -hmm. and you have not, you don't only have a hundred people that know you or you don't only have a small pocket of people that know you in a community. Yeah. It goes to 300, to 500, and 1,000. And then you've sold so many homes around the community where they just know you. Yeah. And there's not too many guys that look like me doing real estate at a high volume in the area that I'm in. So just like, yeah, there's that, that, that's the black guy that does real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one. It's true. It's a fact. It's like, yeah, only black guys do real estate. You know, it's oh, so like, I would be like, at nighttime one time like mm -hmm. it was nighttime and i was just asking someone in the community a question right and then they're there and i was just like it's just pitch black by the way so, so, so. That, that doesn't really do me too much justice but I, i'm looking out the window and i'm like uh hey ask you a question and they can tell they're like looking nervous like who is that it's kenneth oh kenneth? is that kenneth I'm like, yeah like okay walk up to the car because they you know because they just know me so that's, that's powerful stuff and yes and that was what i was able to really leverage to mm -hmm. able to just kind of grow more and just get more listings and yeah so and then there's a bit of a a brand type of thing with that as well right because with the yeah. with 
with at least them seeing the their for sale sign or um they're like okay other than saying that black guy they're like okay we see these guys doing big things in this area right. you know, just let's just, just give him a call and he, he keeps knocking on our doors and stuff gosh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the brand that I definitely built was he gets the job done and sells homes for top dollar. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, this, this, it was just a fact, meaning, like, they would see that, like, whenever you own a home mm -hmm. and you see another home selling in the area, you always want the homes to be worth more. And you're True. watching. And then when you see that Ken sells something, they're like, wow, he got a lot of money. The, the, the response was always, oh, wow, he, he got a lot of money more than what they expected based off of last prior sales it was mm -hmm. always like a better number right and mm -hmm. what ended up happening is, is when you do that so often the the vibe in the community is no like he he gets the job done and he sells homes for top dollar it was a very the fact now if you go into the community and you sell homes under the value because mm. you're making you're taking lower offers or you're not staging it the right way. You're not presenting it the right way. And you're just statistically getting less. The community will also know that and they'll say, well, then they won't lose you. So yeah. So your branding, like what is your brand? Right. So the brand that I have mm -hmm. in the community in the Durham region is definitely no Ken is a, a strong agent. Now, whether they obviously not everyone uses me clearly, right? Um, <laughs> which is fine, right? But at the same time, no, they have aunts, they have uncles, they have there's they're so much reasons why people just don't use a person that they know can get the job done, but hmm. at least they do know that um I can get the job done at a high level. Okay. And the one thing I notice is you have a set team that comes through. And like I, I always see, I always like seeing you like go through the the homes, and he's yeah. like, okay, here's the person that that does the staging, and you always promote them, and that's like one thing I like. I'm like, you're always giving a shout out to the people that are um, part, of, part of your team. Yeah. And how did you? Because I know a team is very important when it comes mm -hmm. to having a lot of houses getting done. How did you find your team? Uh. Well, you know what? The, the uh, my photographer, I can't even remember how I met my photographer. I've had him for the 13, like he shot my second house of my career. Uh, the first guy I shot, he was just horrible. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, you're trash. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why is it like, why are your angles so weird? Like, why is there a picture of like, this is weird pictures? I'm like, I can't use you ever again. And then the second home, I found, I think I went to Google, Ron. He came over, did a great job. And since yeah. then, I've had the same. Like all my pictures are mm -hmm. shot by the same guy, right? Wow. For the last the last like, like thirteen years, right? <laughs> it's literally been the same guy. Um, and then my my stage, or I have a couple mm -hmm. based on the house that I'm selling, and based yeah. on what needs to be done. I have about two that I use, but I have I do have one stager that I I, I could say that has has staged. I would say about like eighty percent of my properties, Jacqueline. And I found her from a referral from another realtor. And when I was getting into the business, she referred her friend. And then I thought I used Jacqueline. And then I've been using her for a long time and still to this day. Okay. Then my videographer, um, I, I like he's a realtor that turned videographer. So he changed. So he knows the niche. He knows the niche very well. Um, very, very well, actually. So there's that. And I have my videographer. Um, and then my cleaners, like they're always changing here and there, all these 
women cleaners are. I'm telling you. <laughs> I turn over. No, the cleaning is a driver. It's either you do a good job or you don't. Sometimes mm -hmm. you know, are yeah. you available? And a lot, of, a lot of most of them are doing it as a part time hustle just to get some extra cash. So yeah. something's not available. I need you now. Work. Okay, so you have to kind of kind of shift around. I have a list. Yeah, okay. I have a list of like actual cleaners. I have a, I have a, I have a, some main ones, but mm -hmm. I, I definitely have some more a rotation in the cleaning aspect. Um, well, yeah. If you have like, because if you had three being so at one time, oh my gosh, I could imagine like, yo, Kenneth, you have another one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yo, Kenneth, you're gonna have to get an ex cleaner because you can't do them all, right? Yeah. Um, and how did you now that you're in tech, right? Tech world, because I noticed that you're at we we saw each other at B Future. And I was like, of course Kenneth would be here because he's in tech now. Yeah, for sure. How is being in tech? And how are you able to how are you able to pivot into tech actually with real estate? Oh man, tech has been a journey. It's mm. it's been a it's it's been a massive learning curve, right? It's just you're yeah. just aligning yourself with the right people. So I, I do have a partner as okay. well. So it's not only me, I have a partner that's my guy in tech, and mm. I bring the real estate. A lot of the real estate knowledge he brings a lot of the tech knowledge as well and we come together to create a great project but we came together because we just saw a gap mm -hmm. in the real estate industry when it came down to that's really helping agents from yeah. beginning to end for the entire sales process from lead acquisition all the way down to closing the sale and booking appointments so we created this platform really to help agents just think about lead generation right mm -hmm. um, and the different ways to generate leads and how can a platform help you with that uh, process and track your numbers. So it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great tool, but yeah, it was a pivot because because we saw a need for it. Uh, we have like over a thousand agents now across nice. America that are using it often it's in the app store. So for any realtors that are listening, you can definitely go into the app store, download it, Android, Apple. And oh, cause I was about to say, I was like, it better not only be an Apple. <laughs> Yeah, you better give us android people some respect <laughs> for sure for sure so it's on yeah it's, it's on it's on android it's a free download as well mm -hmm. oh, okay and she said a thousand and it's nationwide canada are you thinking of bringing it to the states or it is in the states right now <laughs> so we have a couple people in the states. <laughs> sorry big timer i forgot you're a celebrity no we have a. Uh, we have a, a lot of a lot of Americans are actually using it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Americans are using it. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Global hey. product. <laughs> hey. So when are you bringing it to Trinidad? What? Trinidad. <laughs> There's no organized real estate. Am I hating on Trinidad? No, you better but not. yeah. Your mom will come for you. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's obviously the focus is North America for now. It will be going. Out later, but our our focus definitely was is going to be uh, North America. Okay, yeah. okay. See, and I'm glad that you're able to find a gap when it came to like people like leads and and yeah and getting you know getting the opportunity to to get the sale. Right. So, and it's always good to have partnership that's able like okay, I let me stay in my lane. <laughs> you got the tech side. Yeah. And and I'll do the real estate side. So let's just form together. So I do see the value in um 
having different folks that that have different are experienced in different industries to come together and form something great. Mm -hmm. And I know that I sent you an article. <laughs> you did. I'm I'm really concerned about the real estate market. And <laughs> should we be should Torontonians be afraid or is it just is this the name of the game? It really depends on uh, who who we're talking about, right? Are we are we talking about renters? Are we talking about homeowners? Are we talking about buyers? People that bought pre-construction, like that, like, like that. People that are walking away from the <laughs> that article you sent me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay, folks. So there's an article yeah. because I've been hearing like the debate whether to get pre-construction or was it a resale? Right. I'm. I'm. I just do personal finance. I'm not in the real estate world, but so I'm seeing the pros and cons about them. But like, I know there's certain folks that like, they don't have the capital right now. So they're comfortable getting the pre-construction. So they're able to, you know, five yeah. years from now, yeah. get a little boost, get your, their feet wet. Right. But what is the issues that's happening right now with that? <laughs> the loaded question. Um, so, I mean, the biggest problem happening right now is that people that purchased pre-construction houses like two years ago or even a year ago, mm -hmm. right? The problem is that they purchased it in 2022, okay. early 2022, 2021, but the market is back. The, the market is at 2020 rates right now. Mm -hmm. So the market is down, right? So because the market is down, the values are not there. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that you would have purchased the home like a lot of these guys, like up in Vaughn, I'm not sure where that example was, but you went out and we'll see it either way. Where was that example? Hold on. Yeah. It was, but I bet it is in Vaughn actually. <laughs> oh no, it's not loading. Um, no, it's just saying GTA actually. It's not even saying which area. Yeah, it doesn't really, say. It's all right. So yes, either way. But the the main thing is that people are buying. They would have bought that home for say one point five million dollars like a year ago. But the problem is that the bank is appraising it today, mm. and they're saying it's worth one point two. So, like, there's and they're saying it's worth one point two, and 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 that and there's that gap there, yeah. right? And so they have to come up with, they have to come up with an extra three hundred thousand dollars on top. Of, or, or, or yes, so say they bought it for 1.5, the banks are trading it for 1.2, mm -hmm. right? That Look actually down. means that they have to come up with an additional $300,000 on top of the deposit they already made of $300,000, right? <sighs> so don't have the, but that's the problem is like, like their bank is not giving them the money that they need, so they have to find it. But the problem is if you have to go and find it, you got to go and borrow it. But if yeah. you're gonna borrow it off of someone mm -hmm. who's gonna loan you the money, right? Yeah. And the rates that they're gonna people will borrow it, loan you the money, but the rates are gonna be like ten percent. So uh, uh, I'm interest only. Uh, you know what I mean? These rates, right? So yeah. The problem is like uh, uh, to borrow three hundred thousand bucks at like ten percent. 
is mm. 30, it's uh is thirty thousand divided by twelve is twenty five hundred dollars a month extra on top of the mortgage that you were already getting. So <laughs> your mortgage, if you can only afford to spend like five k a month, yeah. you're anticipating that your mortgage is now going to be like you know five k plus an additional seventy five hundred. Jesus, and you can't afford it. So long story short. Yeah, people don't have the money and the means to come up with that shortfall. So what they're doing, they just have to walk away. And when they walk away, the developer is not going to give them back their deposit. The developer is going to keep it. So they have no other choice. I mean, they want their deposit back, but they can't close it. They can't get the mortgage. That's the problem. They cannot get the mortgage when the when the market is tanking or yeah. the market statistically is going down like mm -hmm. month over month. It's actually yeah. going like this. Yeah. The values aren't there, and uh, the banks are being smart with their appraisals. Yeah, jeez, that's that's crazy. Because imagine losing like three hundred k, and the builders are like, okay, that no wonder there's. I have seen the incidents where there's some houses that are being burnt down. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Coincidence, yeah, right. I'm not telling, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying if you're in that scenario, that's what you should do. But I guess when that happens, how is someone able to protect themselves from that actually happening? Because I feel like you would give them better Is the house burned down? <laughs> no, not burned down. Oh, the like, advice of what you got to yeah. do. If you have, the problem is that you... It, it's a hard situation because it depends on what the developer is doing. Like, are they are they going to allow you to walk away or are they going to hold you liable? Because the problem is like you promised to give them 1.5 million bucks. They want that 1.5 mil. Yeah. Right. So the problem is like you promised them 1.5 million. So if they can only go and, and sell the home now for, I don't know, so $1 million, they're short half a million. So yeah. if your deposit was... 300 you still owe them 200 grand they, and they can come after you in court and they can and they'll win that court case all day Jeez. so right? it's, it's all about being mindful of what you can afford really well then well i mean when they bought the home they knew they can afford it but the appraised value came in lord they weren't anticipating that so there's, there's nothing you can do about that <laughs> um i recommend you closing it though finding a way to close it yeah because if you don't close it and they sue you, it'll cost you more. True. But but the problem that they're in is that if they do and they if they go and close it, they can't afford the mortgage. So they have to either close it and try to sell it. Mm -hmm. Try to sell it, the values aren't there to get the property sold. So you're screwed either way. So you have to just walk away. Many people just have to like this is the year in real estate where even I'm like, try to walk. <laughs> what do you do? Like there's like hand sometimes strategy done. Strategy, yeah. strategy is over. Like, what do you do? Like, I've had people, I've had a family walk away from a house this year. Damn. They can't afford it. Mm -hmm. They can't sell it, but the value isn't there. So yes. you can't afford the monthly mortgage. Yes. You can't afford this. You can't sell it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Banks, like, pay the mortgage. I can't afford them. I don't, they had to pay 10, like, 13 grand a month. This is some stupid number, right? What? <laughs> no, 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 sorry, it's like 10 grand, but it's still a lot of money. No, that's still a lot. 10 grand a month, exactly. So it's 10 grand a month, 10 grand a month. So the problem with that is they couldn't afford that, 
yes. for 7,000, which was still unaffordable, but they were still like stretching 10, but they just can't afford 10. Yeah. So they ended up just saying, and then they, they hired me to sell it. I'm like, listen, this thing's only going to sell for like 950, but they owe the bank like 1 million 50. So they cannot sell the house. Jeez. Can't sell and they can't afford it. So they just walked away from the house and just went to the, they went and rented out somewhere and they mm -hmm. literally just walked away from the house and the bank just foreclosed it and the bank took over and that was it. There's actually foreclosures in, in Canada? What? Now, yeah. Oh, now there is. Before it wasn't <laughs> existing, but now you got banks that are, the banks are coming. Yeah, because the banks are coming now. Yeah. It's not, mm -hmm. really but it does happen. But, but it's not like in the States. And I remember that you mentioned on one of your stories about private mortgages. <laughs> I like that one. I was like, wait a minute, Kenneth, you 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 gotta explain this one. I, I don't understand. Yeah, so a private mortgage is when a private mortgage is when you need money, right? Mm -hmm. You for example, you may say your say your parents own and you own it. Mm -hmm. One day you own it by yourself. Yeah. And it's worth it's worth a million dollars. And it has and and it's worth a million bucks. There's no mortgage on it, so you have a million bucks there. Mm -hmm. Now you want access to it. Correct. Like you don't want to sell the house, but mm -hmm. you just need money from the house because it's worth even 1.5. It's probably worth $2 million, right? Right. So it's worth 2 million bucks. You want it, mm -hmm. but you want to keep it. Yeah. Now, if you sell it, you'll get the 2 million bucks. But if you don't sell it and you want to borrow money from it, you have to pull money from it. But that means you have to go to the bank to qualify. Mm. And the bank's not just going to give you, here's a million bucks, Camille. Boom. <laughs> No, like, do you work? What's your credit score? Like, they're not just going to give you a million dollars just to have fun with it. You don't qualify. You yeah. Don't qualify to get money from your home, a million bucks. Maybe you qualify for maybe a bit less. But, but it's my equity. <laughs> it's your equity, but you still have to qualify to get it out. Right? Okay. So qualify. So the problem is if TD Bank, Scotia Bank, RBC says no, mm -hmm. and you can't get the mortgage there, they, they say no. Yeah. And then there's other banks that are called B banks, like mm -hmm. they're other major banks. And when the bank says no, you can go to those banks and they'll say yes in some cases. Okay. Sometimes even those banks are like no. So then your last bet is the private world, which is like some lawyer that has a million bucks liquid cash that will give you what you want, but yeah. they'll just charge you out your yin yang, right? They'll just charge you because the bank might, to, a TD bank may charge 5%. Mm -hmm. lenders may charge say seven percent private guy may charge like, say 12 percent like say maybe like 11 percent right Yikes. <laughs> so Yikes. that's the world of privates right now sometimes you need to go to the private world because you need the money for whatever reason yeah um now in the private world mm -hmm. there's no rules so if you want to borrow 100 grand i can charge you 30 i can charge you whatever i want Meaning that, um, okay, well, I'll give you a hundred, and you owe me back at the end of the day one thirty, one thirty-five. It's whatever they want, right? It's the, yeah. it's like, a wild, wild west out there. So, <laughs> at a situation where someone was borrowing sixty grand but paying like thirty grand in fees, like it, it, like it should have been like you borrow sixty, you're probably going to pay like maybe three grand in fees, but they're paying like so much money in fees. It's like, oh my god, stop it. <laughs> to stop it you know what i mean yeah. so what advice would you give a person like that i guess the what happened was they didn't really talk to you before 
going down that path. Well, this situation, she uh, before she signed the contract at like twenty grand fees on like sixty thousand borrowing, I told her that that's crazy, and they dropped it. I think five thousand. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Ten grand out of nowhere. Oh, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy. So. Yeah. Ideally, it's important for folks to to reach out to you <laughs> well, before they make that, that yeah, yeah. drastic decision. Uh, do you find like a percentage of individuals look towards that? Like, because I, I have it here, like A lender, B lender, private mortgages. What percent? Let's say, I'm hoping it's. I, I probably only. I'll probably say maybe only 20 percent of people are in the. In the private world, probably only to me ten to fifteen percent. It's not a big, big market. Most people are with, are not in the private world, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's needed. I mean, sometimes you just need the money from your home, and mm-hmm. there and a lot and they. So there's it's definitely a necessary, uh, sub market for sure. Okay, fair enough. And the one thing that I noticed, and I, the one thing you do is you <laughs> flood my emails. <laughs> That is the reason why I'm able to catch some most of your webinars Mm. because I'm like, oh shucks, Kenneth is having something. Whether it's on Facebook that I see it, or I see it on my my email. So emails do work. (laughs) (laughs) Posting all the emails for you. (laughs) (laughs) Lies. (laughs) But the one that I noticed recently was that you wanted to technically give back to the community and to the youth. Cause right. I, have, I have been noticing like on your Facebook that you've been, you know, having people under your wing to right. push them forward to, to, to be a real estate agent. So what's the program that you have coming up? We you know what it's not, it's not so much a program It's more so like a drop in mastermind session okay where people can just literally just jump on to a call together mm-hmm. and we just talk right okay. we just talk about what are you going through mm. and what's going on in your life what are you thinking about wanting to do mm-hmm. and have a conversation of oh how do you kind of succeed okay right I'm really, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, mm-hmm. yeah it's free because i'm really all about i'm really all about creating entrepreneurs right i'm really i like, it's i'm very big on creating entrepreneurs obviously i have my niche with this through real estate but i am my number one mission is to create more entrepreneurs right and help entrepreneurs become more successful and again my niche is through real estate but i can definitely have a conversation that kind of can cater to any entrepreneurship market and success A a lot of the fundamentals of being an entrepreneur is the same whether you're doing it through real estate or not Mm-hmm. my game plan is to get people together that want to that know they have that passion to do it yeah. not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur but there are some people that know like it's like a, it's like a really screaming voice that they want to do it so i want to make sure that and yeah like, like yourself and like, i gotta do it like Camille wants to be like you want to work for yourself so it's about really jumping onto that call and just talking about how do you do it you know yeah. a financial planner like, like i have a friend who's a financial planner works for herself for full time. Okay, well, maybe you can talk to someone else about, well, how did you do it? And what advice do you have? That's that's ideal because like as an entrepreneur, and I was talked about this the other day, it is a lonely road. 
And then when you're able to find like-minded folks, Mm-hmm. They they understand. So like you could like, you know, push through and like have different ideas pushing through. And when does it start? Because I think you, you started one before and then now you've brought this one, you know, during our birthday month. <laughs> When's your birthday again? Oh my gosh. December 12th, sir. I know yours is Boxing Day. How do you remember these things? I only remember December birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> December birthdays are easy to remember. Most of them. Most of them. But yeah, like you know, I, I I stopped. I I thought mm. I did it as a program, but yes. I really I don't have time for a program. Mm. It's, a, it's organization. It's, I, I, <laughs> I have all these great plans that I want to do. I'm like, what? It's just a lot of work, right? Yeah. I realize what's my capacity. Like my capacity is, you know what? Jump onto a call mm-hmm. every month so you yeah. don't feel like you're alone and then just ask questions and, just get, and just get insight to conversations that you may not have gotten before. Mm-hmm. And then actually executing it. And so how many people, well, I know you have one fellow that follows you most of the time how many people are you mentoring at the moment only two only two yeah oh look at it throwing up it's ashley and manasseh nice and how does it feel being a mentor boy it's it's annoying i don't don't recommend it guys don't listen to nothing it's more it's more it's more work than you can imagine it's so much work to save people from themselves (laughs) <laughs> I hope you're not listening to this. This is this is the raw deal of Kenneth. <laughs> is this how you talk to your people too that are selling medicine, houses? Mentorship's annoying. It, it's good, but it's it's, it's work. Like you, like you need mentored for you need mentorship for a reason because you, it's changing behaviors, True. teaching discipline, teaching success principles. Mm-hmm. If everyone. If every if it was easy to be successful, then everyone would be successful, but it's exactly. not. So when you come in needing mentorship, someone with wisdom that has that that is looking at you raw can be like, oh my god, you just you have a lot of work to get. <laughs> you get like your mind needs to act really as full, and then they'll fight it, and they'll say they'll do what they're going to do, then they don't. Okay, no one ever does. Then you have to work on it and work on it, and it's a lot, right? That's why I said you don't just take mentorship lightly right if someone's and when you're for for the mentor don't Mm -hmm. take it lightly and for the mentee understand that like you have a like if you get the right mentor he's going to challenge you and he's going to push you and he's going to just it's not going to be easy so these guys definitely won't say it's easy to be around kenneth (laughs) it's hard like they're always feeling like they're failing always they're always not performing so you're the tough love one. Um, I don't say tough love, yeah. You know, I'm <laughs> tough love, but the standards are this. Okay. Uh, you wanna make you wanna make millions? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. What? <laughs> Whoa, what do you want from me? I don't get it. You like <laughs> you wanna be successful? Okay. Oh do my this. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people don't like doing homework i've acknowledged um but once they do find that discipline and the change yeah. behavior is key i right. change behavior is key 
<sighs> people have bad habits, man. We all have bad so, habits. Yeah, everyone. Well, I, I think, uh, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, everyone is wanting to go to the gym. <laughs> it never happens. Why doesn't it happen? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this year I'm gonna go to the gym every, every morning. I'm gonna go to the gym. Two twos, like three months, four months in a year. Why haven't Why haven't you gone to the gym yet? Mm-hmm. Excuses and okay. Well, then you're, you're you're the same size that you were in January than you are in like. And did you cut out the food you shouldn't be eating? Are you still eating all the food you shouldn't be eating? I know I tried. Okay, well, you're not going to the gym. You're not eating healthy. Mm-hmm. You have bad habits, and you cannot stop these bad habits. And then you, it's all talk. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, you've only lost two pounds. Okay, and they, they, we all see those TV shows, right? Like little mm-hmm. doctors, like you gained weight. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. So in in a sense, this is a weight loss program. I gave you instructions to lose weight. How did you gain weight? <laughs> Let me stick to their excuses. And I'm not again. It's not um. Everyone has their vices, right? So yes. everyone has their vice. So if your vice is eating and food and all the kind of stuff, I get it. It's just not other people's vices. So it's not, it's not to throw shade here, but it's just uh, it's the reality is that these behaviors, right? And sometimes you, everyone knows what you need to do. Doing it is a whole nother conversation. Like everyone knows how to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Like everyone by this time, you can Google that. You know I promise you, if you run every morning for like an hour and you run up hills, up and down hills, and you sweat your bucket brains out for every single, like five days a week, five days a week, every single month for an entire year, and mm-hmm. you wait what you were at the beginning and the yeah. at the end, I pr- and, and you eat healthy, yeah, you will lose weight. It's a formula, actually, but mm-hmm. do we want to do it? No, not it's all talk. So same thing in mentorship, right? Is you're changing these behaviors because it's it's it's, and I would say it's easy, but it's hard. It's 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 hard to change a pre-programmed behavior in you, right? So true. Hence, mentorship is not like you say it's not for everyone. Well, uh, no, I I love doing it. Like I like I so I so I so I I do enjoy it. I do love doing it. I do love seeing other people, and I think it's important to give back um to uh, to give back to people who are willing to put in the work and i think that i have the right people now that i'm mentoring i've I've been exhausted with trying to mentor like everyone that's wanted it and that has been a lot of wasted energy and i've had to separate myself from a lot of individuals but now i do enjoy the mentorship because i know that it's not going to waste that's good that's good and i think just based on the webinars that i've been on and i've seen your mentees i do see that they they look up to you and definitely like respect what you're doing especially since they see your (laughs) well i think ryan from acbn was was giving you a shout out because he saw you on the the bus stop yeah yeah. and i was like okay okay so you i actually see individuals giving you your flowers and showing that like you mean business so i i am proud of what you're doing even Thank though we you. were <laughs> even though back in the day we were 
always clowning each other. But it's it's such a great feeling to see like what almost like twenty years after, and this is what's happening. So I'm, right. I'm I'm happy to see what's happening, and even though I know you you know a lot about real estate and everything, what did you wish you knew? What are the three things you wish you knew about money or personal finance when you were younger? Um. I probably would wanted to learn about taxes mm-hmm. a lot, how that worked and the benefits of being incorporated a lot earlier. I think that I, 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 I should have been incorporated, I think three years before I did it. Um, mm-hmm. I would have saved about, about 200 grand there. So I would, that would have been, <laughs> 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 wow. That would have been beneficial. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, right? Um, so understanding the differences between a corporation, mm-hmm. um, just wasting money. I think I spent a lot of money on just partying and um, and partying and drinking and clubbing women. Oh, Johnny, your wife not here. <laughs> Random dinners. It's just so stupid. Like, I don't know why I fed so much people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you paying that? Yeah. You want a steak? Everyone wants steak and wine now. All of a sudden, like you want, you want steak all the time. Yeah. No, I want some lobster. Still, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you're a kid. You're a kid, right? It's like you're just, yeah. you're just wasting, wasting money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would want to just to save a little bit more. To be honest, and have our money management skills. Yes. What else? Financial. Um, money management is is that's a great one. Because this 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 time, I mean, like you, we waste so much time doing things that actually don't matter. Mm-hmm. And I was very un, I was very unfocused twenty year old. It's only <laughs> like people that anyone that knows me. I was pretty unfocused <laughs> for a very long time. And I think I think post 26, 27 is when I started to get in my late 20s is when I started to really double down. And I, I really do see the a benefit of having a mature mindset earlier. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change anything about my life at all, but I think yeah. that I if I um if I really were focusing on the things that actually mattered, which like building your wealth and stability and just focused on progression things and not spending so much time mm-hmm. in other part of the world, like, like the dark, the, the dark world. You know what I mean? The dark, what I call it like Vegas and like clubbing, Vegas. clubs, <laughs> Vegas, clubbing every weekend and just downtown every weekend. And it's fun, but it's a lot of wasted. Energy. And you look forward to a party every weekend, you know, you're, <laughs> You know you're not. Your head's not in the right game, man. Like when your biggest excitement is what you're gonna do this weekend, every yeah. weekend, with clubbing yes. popping next weekend. You know all the club names. You're in there with your girls. Like what? Such a waste <laughs> of life, time, energy. But maturity will bring that to you. I'm now in my, you know, mid thirties, right? So I can talk like this now. But when you're twenty, I can't believe like when you're. Like when you're 20, like you do 20 year old things, right? Like true. I but been. yeah. Well, I want to give some shout outs. There's frequency event promotions. Boom, bomb, bomb. And he I think he knows you. 
there's my guy, Kenneth, top dollar right. topping. Burr, 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 burr. Big up, Christopher. And I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I think the one thing, and you mentioned it uh, earlier this summer when we unfortunately had a loss, like a, a big loss in, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. in our life, um, is that you had your best friend, Leonard. Um, he was able to put you down a path of greatness. And I, so I wanted to literally give him a shout out, you know, it was, you know, he, he, he dropped, kicked me once and now he dropped, kicked us all <laughs> and things. Right. But I, I, I'm glad that he was part of your life and Fair able much. to help you. Cause I know that's what you said, that he was one of the persons that said like, yo, Kenneth, what are you doing? Get your shit together. <laughs> you know, dark path, my friend. Dark yeah. days. Those are the dark <laughs> days. <laughs> God is good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and and you know, I I, I just want to always give a shout out and always give flowers, uh, especially like that. But what other um, projects are you doing right now? Are you are you an investor? Or would you say, like, you have properties? Because I know everyone's like, yo, I'm a guru. I have properties here and there and there. I'm like, okay, all right, do your thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have, have a couple properties for mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah, I'm definitely in, I'm, I'm in the development space now. Okay. So nice. I'm just, I'm working with the city to just do rezoning on, some mm -hmm. land that I have to try to just rezone it to build um, yes. some house, um, of townhouses. So now I'm trying to get into the space of uh, building now. So I, so that's my newest journey, right? It's a very fascinating world, right? Where, you know, it's like, it's a very fascinating world because, <laughs> I mean, you can, um, this is true, right? You can buy a property off of someone, literally. Foggy, mm -hmm. like, hold on. Make Fog up the place. <laughs> So you can buy a property off someone, like say, mm -hmm. or just say whatever property, and um, the guy has no. The guy is like, whatever, I'll sell it to you. My neighbor sold for half a million, so yeah. I'll sell it to you for half a million. He's like, so perfect, whatever you mm -hmm. buy it. But then you go to the city, and you're like, hmm, this is a big, it's a big property. Yeah. And if I can put maybe twenty townhouses on this. But it's not zoned for it though. But oh yes, city, yes, yes. Hey city, um, you know, I want to do this. They're like, okay, well, we do want more housing. We do want more supply for housing, and, there, and there's a policy. So yeah. you go and you're like, okay, well, like, all right. So put together your drawing, what you want to do, and we'll uh, and we'll talk. Mm -hmm. like, okay. So you get your drawings. You say we're gonna we want to build twenty townhouses here. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, if you're gonna do that, you have to rezone it from only residential to like say mixed use then mm. they'll approve it okay cool now you're allowed to do this here you go but you're gonna go and sell each townhouse for like half a million dollars so and times 20. so now for example you're in a situation a where, well well you know well half a million times up by 20. Yeah. so now you're gonna gross like say 10 million but you bought the thing for like half a million 
just because you rezoned it. <laughs> That's because you. <laughs> Yo. Or or but, but but meaning like the the land value like mm -hmm. so that when you're in the when you're in this development stage it's a whole other game because you're just buying property sometimes you're rezoning it and you're building and it's a whole nother game uh gambit outside of just selling houses so i'm in the process now of doing this on two of my land properties just kind of trying to rezone some fun stuff so it's it's gonna be it's a very interesting ride so that's what i'm doing now yeah nice really i can't straight. wait to to see that because i i've heard about zoning i was like <laughs> like it's annoying <laughs> like i want to put a, a sunroom I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in existence. If I wanted to put a sunroom, I would have to like get a zoning. I was like, what? I was like, yo, why, this is, why my property? Why am I have to ask for these things? But I, I get it. The government loves to do certain things. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> I respect the government or the, the, um, not me. I don't like to. <laughs> I mean, no. I wanted. I want to have a rant session, but I'm not going to do it yet because yeah, he sent me over recently. Oh, taxes. Taxes is a different story, but no. Like, I I like that idea. Like, I I don't think I've heard about that idea. Like, being able to get buy it for five hundred, and then be able to rezone it, and then create twenty townhomes. That's what happens, happens all the time is it's because remember like a, a, a developer's mind is different than a consumer right mm, uh, you're, yes. when you're just living in your home and you look at your house yeah like you're like you don't look like you're like you only know what you know like you don't know certain things right so when you're just selling your house or your property like you're just like my neighbor sold for 600 they sold for 600 they sold for 600 so they're just like okay well my home is worth 600 right yeah um, even if they know they have more land than their neighbor, they may say, okay, well, give me 50 grand more because my land is bigger. Yeah. But if they, if they were thinking about rezoning their property to, to build 30 townhouses on it mm -hmm. and they knew that it was possible yeah, and they would say, well, hold on, like my land is worth more because mm. I know what you can do on it yeah right but they don't know they're, they're not thinking about what they can always do on now this is a very a very niche example right most people they're selling they know they have land they know that they they think about these things but some people just don't always right that's mm -hmm. what happens is though if you can rezone something yeah it's powerful i mean like many houses in the community you're not you're not allowed to put an apartment building on that lot True. Because you, know, you can't just build an apartment building wherever you want because they have renters <laughs> in the middle of a suburb community. There'll be complaints. You can't do it. You can't just build an apartment you building. Call like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you, can't build, you, you can't just put up a business in the middle of a, a residential area. Yeah. You can't put up a liquor, you can't put up like a, a massage parlor in the middle of like a neighborhood and run a business from there because it's not zoned for it. You cannot, and, and that's how we have order mm -hmm. communities. Like that, 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 that's actually how you have order. You just cannot put certain things in certain areas because it's just not zoned for that. Yeah. Um, so when you get into, uh, um, yeah, so it's not zoned for it, right? So it's like, but imagine though, it's like if one day someone said, 
and your house right now, particularly on your lot, for whatever reason, your lot is now as a tomorrow zone apartment, zone RC4800, whatever. That now just means that someone's allowed to build an apartment on your lot. That's wild. That now means that even though your neighbor's houses are all worth six, your lot, you can build an apartment. Well, if someone builds it, it'll be worth $50 million. All right, so give me three mil. You still make a lot of money, but give me three mil now. Why? Just because my land is worth more, right? Yeah. Because you rezone something. So it's a great lens. Yeah, it happens all the time. I... Or sometimes what you'll do is you'll buy the I mean, other bosses. This is, this, is, this is kind of the mindset things that I talk about, which is mm. people that need to think about, right? Uh, sometimes you'll um you'll see that they're building a bunch of condos on a on a street. <laughs> And you see that they're just making their way down. Yep. So yep. Just go down the street further and just buy some crappy Kingston. <laughs> Yo, Tyler and Mo bought on Kingston. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they bought on Kingston. It's just a funny example. So what happens now? You just you buy a little pocket there, but they know one day a developer is going to be like, "Listen, man, I want to." I want, I want, I want to build there. I want to make fifty million. Like, and they, and they make those big buildings are making like a hundred million dollars. They're like, listen, I want to make a hundred million bucks, and you're in my way. Okay, well, okay, give me fifteen million, and we're good. They have to, they have to give it to you because you're in the way. Yeah, you're just in the way. It's a crappy house worth a hundred million, like worth maybe half a million, but they have to give it to you. Mm, that's I'm I'm glad you mentioned this because it, it is important for individuals to like instead of being a consumer or a homeowner is to think about these different strategies. Right. Cause that pff, I, shit, I've never heard that strategy one. <laughs> because it's a small example, and you know, and I'm nowhere and I'm nowhere I'm 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 a newbie. Mm -hmm. But you're still learning. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely a newbie. I'm just. I'm literally getting my feet wet right now. But yeah, um, to answer your question, long-winded version. So I'm definitely real estate. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 getting into real estate development for sure. Yeah, and, and still, still aspiring to be a tech, tech, fintech entrepreneur extraordinaire. I had to start yeah. doing that too, in due time. In due time, you know. <laughs> So funny. And and Kenneth, how can the folks find you? How can they find you? Huh? You know what? I I'm. It sounds bad, but like Instagram, I'm a, like a social media. It's very easy to get a hold of me. Yeah. If you Google my name and look to the right hand side, with where the 115 five star Google reviews are, you'll see my number. You can always call. Watch, yeah, watch. <laughs> I'm just perfect. What, what can I say? Nobody. <laughs> No, I'm not perfect, but I, I try my best to have good customer service. I try my best to right my wrong when I'm wrong, and it's very important to me, right? So I, yeah. I definitely like it when my people that are around me, have uh, they have good things to say about me. So I'm really appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, my number is there. Content information is there. Also, you can you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. I don't, I don't like LinkedIn that much and YouTube. So pretty much Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram. Guys, give me a second. I'm 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 trying. I'm trying. I think it's top dollar topping. Top dollar topping. Top dollar topping. And then the website. I saw the website before. It's in the show notes, but I'm struggling right now, folks. So bear with me. <laughs> Normal thing. 
I know, but I'm mean, trust me, Zoom is way worse on this. But all right, folks. So this is how you're going to be able to contact Kenneth if you want to learn more and to to join his masterclass. It starts when December second or first. Yeah. Second. And you can and you can just it's really right on my um uh, right on my link. Yes. Yeah, so, so Instagram right on my link. Right on my link tree. Uh, you can mm -hmm. click it, go there, and and I'm right there. And, and, and the link and you can register right there all right all right folks so there you have it kenneth yes. thank you sir it was i'm i'm glad we were able to i'm glad i was able to drift you up to finally do this because we've been seeing each other so often as of late right. um yeah i guess going to networking events do work <laughs> it does for sure and um so thank you so much for for you know coming on and blessing the stage and supporting and do you want to tell the folks anything before we go um no i would just say i mean all of it yeah so i think i'll leave with my mission which mm -hmm. is you know um definitely if you have it in you and you have been and and true entrepreneurs know they're going to true entrepreneurs already know they want to be an entrepreneur it's not something that they're just like they're really focused on doing it like true entrepreneurs so i would say definitely look into it for sure mm. um yeah and just understand that being taxed at 45 percent it's just not it <laughs> it's just not it right like i i want to get as much people who are honestly willing to if you're thinking about it have faith in yourself jump into entrepreneurship um being taxed at 45 percent is a losing battle you have to live the life of write-offs and being taxed at 15% like Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> it's true. What? 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 No, like he, he said it. <sighs> that's what I knew. I like that's what I knew. Like, yeah, I don't not not like the guy everything. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying I like everything about him, but when he when he said that, I'm like, he's not lying. Mm -hmm. Like well, know. there's different ways. Like there's as being an entrepreneur entrepreneur it's about being organized and finding out the ways how to uh the expenses that you have throughout your business how you can lower your taxable income and or being an investor i think investors a little it's just about being an entrepreneur not paying tax to the government it's ridiculous <laughs> in government 45 percent of everything that you make <laughs> <laughs> What? How do you get rich paying taxes? How, like, explain this to me. Like, like, like Donald Trump. Like, I'm telling you. Like, you said it on national TV. Yeah. No one said nothing. And, uh, the, the the Democrats, conservatives. You know what I mean? I mean the Republicans. They were yeah. all looking like, yeah. Well, damn. You, you have to be like, I am on a mission to create as much entrepreneurs. And to mm -hmm. get as much people who are capable away from paying 45% taxes. <laughs> Do you know how much 45? <laughs> Bruh. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know, you know, you know like your life will dramatically change the minute that you make a hundred grand, mm -hmm. you write off 90 grand of it, you pretty much claim that you make 10,000. Wait, Kenneth, you can't say that because a folk that's trying to get a, a house 
It's a lie. It's a <laughs> lie. Okay, have you ever, for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit some knowledge right now. Shit, it's oh, the shit, biggest, oh. It is the biggest lie when you say that you will make a hundred grand as an entrepreneur, you mm -hmm. will claim you, you, you have expenses, legitimate expenses. So you made it say 10 grand. Fine. Don't go to TD Bank. Who cares? <laughs> go to Haven Street Bank. Huh? Haven Google it. Google Haven Tree Bank. That's only one. I have a I have a I can roll these banks off like water. Go to Haven Tree Bank. Haven Tree Bank understands technical yeah. terms. Yeah, like you gotta go to so these so Haven Tree Bank, you know what they do? Mm. Haven Tree Bank says, listen, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I know that you're you 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 run a not to get into race. I know you run this, I know you run this. Chinese restaurant that's cash only, mm -hmm. you know, I get it. I know you're making a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks a day, but claiming nothing. We all know what you do. But I know you want to have your home in Markham worth $2 million. I get it. Just show me what you make. Just show me your actual numbers of what you make revenue. Yeah. Who claims what you claim? What do you actually gross? Oh, you're making 4 million a year. Okay. So I'm going to assume you don't make 10 grand a year. Fair. <laughs> so they'll just give you a mortgage based off of your gross, mm -hmm. but TD Bank won't do that. Scotia Bank, they'll they want to know what you actually tell the government. Mm. Right. So there's basically with that there's options. So with that, said, with that said, to with that said, this whole notion of hold on, but if I write off all my expenses, I can't buy a house. Yeah. No. There's no, there's no, there is, I am on, there is no uh, getting around this. There is no benefit to being taxed at 45%. So this whole notion of financial growth and getting rich and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. if you're going to be talking about getting rich and building wealth and all that kind of stuff, um, then you would want to work on not being taxed at 45%. Listen, if Remax came to me today and tried to take like even 10% of my money, at least. At least. <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me? How much? I'm out. Thank you. I'm good. 10%. 45? Nah, bro. I'll pass. <laughs> you got to... Um... But, but this is the thing. This yeah. is the thing, right? It's like, like answer, but the reality is that entrepreneurship is just so hard for many people because of the behaviors. Correct. The amount of intelligent people and capable people and sophisticated people that I know, yeah, are so intelligent. Mm -hmm. Like it is not an entrepreneur. It's, it's not an intelligence game. It's a more of a behavior game, right? And if you have the intelligence, but bad behaviors are still going to fail. So mm. many entrepreneurs they fail. So you're better off. Um, in the corporate world, being salaried and then mm -hmm. saving your money in the right way, retirement, and that's fine. It works. The same. It, it, it's not that it doesn't work. It works. But if you do, this is an entrepreneurship conversation. If that's what you want to do and you want to be inspired to do that, yeah. then yeah, the aspiration should be, yes, go and do it. Why? Because you will have amazing tax savings. I'm not 45%. <laughs> I don't like it. No, crazy. True, true. 
And I mean, this is in Canada, this is a Canadian thing. Like this is like a problem mm. that in other countries. It's not, it's not that, that deep, yeah. right? It's just a Canadian thing. And that's why we're all struggling. Like it's hard to live when they're taking so much of your money. 45%. And spending it on nonsense. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and I, I'm glad that you're talking about the taxes because ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get your taxes done, just put yes in the chat. I'm joking. I don't want to say it like that because I don't want someone to say you're I, copying. I understand, but, being incorporated and yes, the difference between a sole proprietorship and being incorporated. You have to understand this type of stuff. Yeah. Because didn't they just lately um, that real estate agents are able to yes. Be incorporated. Yes, exactly. So that that was a. I'm pretty sure that was a game changer for you because. It was a game changer, yeah. Missy, I I seen it like as self-employed, uh, someone self-employed, and in real estate. Even now, I see people that are self-employed, but it's the problem is like if you're, the problem also if you're self-employed, uh, but you spend all your money, still, mm -hmm. on your personal stuff, it does it won't matter. Because yeah. you're still going to pay taxes either. I don't. I won't get complicated here, but the idea yeah. is, uh, this is a financial call, but it's important to, like, you have to understand corporations and mm -hmm. um, tax savings within your corporations and trust companies and holding companies and the benefits of all that kind of stuff and LLCs and how do you pass your homes down to your kids without them paying an arm and leg in taxes. Yeah. A lot of stuff. So I'm actually having a webinar on December the 9th. I am actually. <laughs> December the 9th. I it's haven't seen that email. It's within, I haven't seen this coming out soon. It's about it's about taxes, home ownership. Like why should your kids pay a bunch of like taxes when you die? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I remember I'm the anti, webinar you did. I'm anti, I'm anti-government, <laughs> I'm anti-tax, yes. I'm anti-them <laughs> up in our business. I am I am I'm against it. Yeah. Now we have to pay to Caesar what we owe to Caesar. I get that whole, I, I get the scriptures. I get it. <laughs> but you have way too many people. Mm. Do you know you have people that are making like half a million a year that are paying less than taxes than people that are making like a hundred grand salary? I'll yeah. say it again. There's I people making half a million dollars a year that are paying less taxes than people making a hundred grand salary. I've and personally people, seen so it. If this doesn't make you look at your life <laughs> and be like, what? <laughs> it's just like to be criminal, but they but they never taught us this stuff. They just never mm -hmm. taught us this. They only teach other people this stuff. So they know about LLCs and corporations and trust companies and all this stuff. And while we're here working away, yeah. looking at our check, like what's going on here? We're feeling it now. We're looking at back at high school, like yo, like what's going on here about this life lessons you gave us? Hold on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm getting ra I'm getting rallied up here, but <laughs> when do we look back and say they're lying? They lied to us, like about the the, the path that you, the optimal path. Mm -hmm. so we have kids now that are talking about we have the biggest entrepreneurship spirited kids in history. Yeah. They all don't. They all want to do something other than go to school. Why? Because they're seeing Ryan on TV opening up <laughs> toys, making millions. <laughs> <laughs> Right? And his parents are running around like, like running around like, like, like even they understand it's, it's a lie like this this whole thing is this whole system is just 
they've lied to us their entire career. Like we did, we, they, we've all done the right. We said what they said. We could go to school, mm-hmm. get, a degree, get salaried, do all these things. You still can't buy a damn house in the city. It's wild. They're taking all your tax money, spending it on nonsense. You can't get ahead. <laughs> it's like a slippery slope, man. <laughs> like, so I um I want to I want to save. I want to save people. I want to save a group. Yeah. I, I, I just want to come in and just save. And say, all right, guys, listen. If you got the gift, mm-hmm. you, you're intelligent. If you have yeah. people like, man, if you saw people that were making money, like the, if you have the gift to do it and you have the brains to do it. Yeah. And you know that you're a top performer. It's only worse for top performers, by the way, right? Certain people just know if you're a top performer because you've been that way your entire life. Mm-hmm. For companies. Yeah. Right? But if you've been a bottom performer your entire life, don't you're gonna be a bottom performer in entrepreneurship. But if you if you're a top performer, you know you can do it, then just quit. And just and just be an entrepreneur and get a coach, get a mentor, get a guider, and just jump into it, make your own money and mm. more more of your money and have your freedom if you if that's what you want to do, but I'm on a mission to get people out of this is crazy. Like this school, they should be sued. This school system, <laughs> like, like, this is like, like, I'm like, they've like, like, oh my god, like one kid is gonna take, like, like he's gonna take some degree is like, I'm like some sort of like art sociology and what? What are you still pushing this stuff? No, no, no. Are they still pushing this? This is a rant now, by the way. This no worries, by all means. Are they still pushing these random degrees? Like, yeah. something they get, like, if you're doing marketing, accounting, and the finances, like, that's never going to be still. But they're still pushing. They're still allowing kids to go into the OSAP debt on these degrees. Like, at some point in time, we got to step in and be like, this The system is, is, crazy. is it's crazy. You know what I mean? And you have even if you have a side hustle, even mm. that. Yeah. Keep your job fine. Find a way to make money on the side taxed at 15% after write-offs. Your life cannot continue just being taxed at 45%. You have to find a way to make more money. But I also want them to be organized <laughs> when they're doing it. Because trust me, as a someone that does bookkeeping and taxes, it's absolutely wild like how people want to jump in. i think bookkeeping matters but i guess tell what, them like, again please they, tell, wait 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 tell them again please i, I just you know, need bookkeeping, to bookkeeping matters knowing your numbers matter but guess what a hundred percent of nothing is still nothing you know what i mean if you don't jump in there are so many ways to make a hundred grand i'm talking about there are so many ways to make I have, there's a guy that just sells those stupid trees that have a scent. You know what I mean? Like he makes a mill a year. I know the guy. All he does is delivers those little stupid trees that that, that don't smell like anything after a week. <laughs> those cheap little things for a dollar. He makes a mill. Has a little pee. He makes them a million bucks. There's so much ways to make six figures like part-time. Yeah. If you put your mind to it. That will get you out of the rut of this economy, this crappy economy. <laughs> this, this fellow, ladies you can't live. this side? You cannot live. <laughs> like, you got rent. They, they, I love this. Our economy. Look at what rent is. Crazy. Look at what housing is if you haven't gotten in. 
Mm-hmm. Look at the fact that you've done all the right things. You have your degree. You make it a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. You still will only qualify for half a million dollars, making a hundred grand. And half a million bucks can't even get you a damn condo. So if it doesn't tell you that this whole system is messed, right? And the only way to get out of the hunt, the the this little this bubble right. here, is mm-hmm. to literally make more money. Which means you just have to have your salary job fine, but you have to find a side hustle just so you can breathe in this crazy economy. And it's gonna it's, it's gonna get worse. You know what I mean? And ten year olds are making hundred millions. Kidding me, Ryan? That's opens toys. <laughs> so, folks, we want to figure out. Well, go to Kenneth's uh, webinar on yeah, we're done now, yeah. I'm and. No worries, no worries. And and let's figure out how to make that 100K that he's talking about and not be in the 45%. (laughs) 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 On that, folks, make sure you you like, subscribe, comment on Kenneth's rant. But it was good because obviously this is like... I'm passionate. No, honestly, I want to... My IG profile has even changed to like creating entrepreneurs yeah i've seen it i see it i just want to create more entrepreneurs i just want to create more entrepreneurs like Mm -hmm. but build your well through real estate obviously as well but that's more i'm I'm big on that cool all right all right folks on that note (laughs) financial literacy knowledge is a most so link the flip boss watch the result flash and watch your life change and feel a better car you have a business or a plan and want to make it yeah flip and floss are they want to manifest it yeah and if you want to better manage all your credit call the boss flip and floss no doubt then we do it yeah flip and floss money literacy boss yeah greatness in our blood because you're working for your cost mm-hmm. flip and floss money literacy boss yeah boots up your knowledge for your minimal cost hey yeah flip and floss money literacy boss greatness in our blood because you're working for your cost mm-hmm. flip and floss money literacy Literacy bots, yeah. Up, up your knowledge, be 